Welcome back. Without a doubt, the number one New Year's resolution, I'm sure, every single year for a lot of folks is I want to get healthy, I want to lose weight, I want to exercise more, I want to change my lifestyle. And then by the end of January, <laughs> things start all over again. So we're going to try and help you keep those resolutions with two registered dietitians from Manit Community Health Center who are joining us today in studio to get you through the uh, the tough times and give you some helpful advice. So welcome to Celeste Lee and Abigail Benson. Ladies, great to meet you both. Thank you. Thank you for yeah. having us. Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, I'm sure, Celeste, that's true, right? That's the resolution that you hear most. Absolutely. Uh, especially yep. at this time of year. Absolutely, yep. Always okay. healthy eating and exercise. Yeah. yeah. So what's the number one mistake that people make when they make those resolutions that causes them not to fulfill that goal? Yeah, I think probably setting really big goals that aren't realistic. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk a lot about you know breaking it down to smaller goals um, to make it more realistic and achievable. Sure. Yeah. So, and Abigail, for yourself, I know um, specifically you see a lot of children. Yes. <laughs> Is that a common uh, resolution or, or goal, I guess, for young people? No, I think uh, here at Manit, we kind of like to um, get them while they're young to make sure they they establish healthy habits and before it turns into like a chronic illness that we see them right then slip they go move, move over to a more celeste area of like the older adults yeah you don't want to have to deal with things like diabetes right and mm. uh, asthma um, you know other conditions that could develop as they yeah. get older right or cardiovascular disease sure yeah okay so nip it in the bud nip it in the bud yeah start exercising start eating healthy set up some positive routines mm -hmm. young and do you find that when children uh, get on that path it influences the older folks in the family as well i think so too and then i definitely use my sports background to my like, maybe at my advantage but um i always say like previous to working to manit i used to work at university of florida so sometimes i like to say like well my cool track athletes used to do this or okay. when i was working with the football athletes they used to you know, wake up and eat breakfast, and that's why they got big and strong, and they fed the muscles to ah, run fast. Okay, so, yeah. so you know, a seven-year-old can say, "Gee, I want to be just like that, yeah. so I'm going to do that now." Because who doesn't want to be like the next Tom Brady? <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, you work with some Olympians as well, is that right? Some Olympic athletes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a whole different ball game, though, isn't it? Totally. Because yeah. it's almost like you're. Um, like fine-tuning, nitpicking on things. And sometimes too, it's just like reassuring, like, hey, you did everything correctly. Now it's just like your day to shine and go out there and run fast. I worked with a lot of Olympians with track mostly. Okay. So um, I, I love running and I ran in college, so that's why. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. But they're, I mean, they're exerting themselves in a whole other they're in a whole field, different right? Ball yeah, game. Yeah. Different level, yeah. yeah. We're talk today we're talking about just kind of Regular folks uh, who want to make some changes. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So, Celeste, where do we start? Mm -hmm. What's the first step? Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, a framework we use all the time with our patients called the SMART Goals uh, mm -hmm. Framework. So, it was first mentioned um, in an article back in 1981. Um, really? It's been a really well adopted um, tool that um, is used for goal setting, especially in healthcare, that we found is really successful with our patients. Um, so, the SMART Goal is an acronym. Mm -hmm. um, so, each of the letters stands for a different part of, of goal setting. So, we'll start with um, S um, stands for specific. So you really want to start by asking yourself, um, what is it that I want to accomplish? Mm. What's the big picture goal? So for example, with nutrition, you could say maybe, I hear all the time, um, you know, I want to reduce my fast food intake and do make more meals at home, home fresh cooked. Um, so that's specifically what you want to accomplish. Um, next for the acronym is the letter M for measurable. So you want to ask yourself, you know, how will I know when it's accomplished? Mm. So 
try to make it as specific as you can. So being measurable. So maybe if you want to make more meals at home, you could say I'm going to um, make at least four meals a week at home. Put a number um, on it. Yeah, or maybe I'll only have you know three meals from fast food a week. So okay. yeah, put a specific like number on it. So, um, so that's the M, and then A stands for achievable. So you want to ask yourself, do I have the necessary skills and resources to even start this goal? Hmm. Um, so do I even have a kitchen or somewhere that I can cook meals at home? Oh, okay. Do I have um, cooking tools? Do I have um, uh, different like Tupperware to put my meals in. So thinking about, do you have all the tools before you even start? Um, so thinking about, yeah, making good lists, what barriers you might have um, to make sure that's achievable. Okay. And then the next letter in the SMART um, acronym is R for realistic or relevant. They mm. both get interplayed. Um, so ask yourself, does this seem worthwhile? Is this, <laughs> is this worth the goal? So if it's not really <laughs> super motivated to, to do and accomplish, yeah. um, make it something that you're going to really um, get excited about. So, um, so if you want to, you know, reduce your fast food, I would say yes because you're going to save a lot of money. So that's really motivating yes, to, yeah. to save money. Yeah, um, you're going to feel better, be healthier. Um, maybe you have like high cholesterol, and reducing some of your fat is going to help really improve your cholesterol levels. So um, I think that's probably a really quite key question to make sure that's motivating. Um, is it realistic? Okay. And then the last letter in the acronym is T, so for time bound. So think about when can I accomplish this goal. Set a specific date. And maybe you're not ready right away, but you say maybe I'll give myself like a month and then I'll start it on February 1st. And I'll just give myself January to plan for it. So make it really specific and time bound. Okay. And I notice, you know, on the specific graph uh, next to each goal, there's a blank box. Mm -hmm. So do you encourage folks to actually, you know, write this down and then write, write those goals? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, definitely writing it down. Um, to hold yourself more accountable, put it on the calendar. Yeah. Um, I know you have saw some, there was some research about writing goals down that was um, made it more effective. Yes, um, there is a researcher at the Dominican University in California, Gail, and she said that you're 42% more likely to accomplish your goal wow. if you write it down. Okay. So um, I always tell my patients like there's power in post-it notes. Like <laughs> you can like write it down, put it somewhere that you'll see every day, like on the bathroom mirror. I always put one by my desk. So it's like, so you're focusing like every day. You're kind of making sure that you are focusing on the right things. Mm. You're kind of making sure that you keep seeing it. And then I also recommend um, writing down like accomplishments like towards the goal. Like okay. um, if it is that you want to lose weight, um, but maybe we're thinking more about our, like our healthy lifestyle. We could just say like, I've been meal prepping once a week. I've no longer been buying lunch. I'm exercising more. So all those things, it's nice to, cause it's very easy to spiral out of control. I always just say like, you know, you gotta lift yourself up too. Okay, be kind to yourself. Yep, be kind yeah. to yourself. Is it helpful too if um, you have uh, a partner or uh, yeah. a coach or somebody you're doing it with as opposed to doing it by yourself? Totally, I think um, there's a team. Um, I always, every patient I meet, I'm like, congratulations, I, you are now part of your, I'm now part of your healthcare team. <laughs> you can't lose me. Right, right. <laughs> um, and I just like, you can always have your dietitian, you can have um, a healthcare worker, but also like your friends. Like, um, if you want to move more, exercise is so much more fun with a partner. Yeah. Um, if you want to cook more, it's so much more, you can have like a dinner party. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, a lot of this though sounds, it's, it's personal responsibility, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you really you have to, the first step, even before you get mm -hmm. to the smart, graph is you have to de decide, determine that you want to do it, you want to make a change, mm -hmm. uh, not so much a 
diet, but a rather a change, right, mm -hmm. Celeste? Yeah, I'd say doing a lot of reflecting on sort of why these are your goals, um, are they going to be realistic, yeah. and I think just the big picture, are they going to be worth it, and how are they going to benefit me? Um, but also doing a lot of work to figure out what are the barriers, um, maybe this is a goal you've had in the past, yep. um, and why didn't it work out before, and what are the tools and resources you can have now to make sure that's going to work this time. Yeah, so when you first see uh, a patient mm -hmm. uh, that's coming to you for, uh, specifically for dietary mm -hmm. you know, information or guidance, what's the process? You know, do, do you evaluate their current health state and then determine what's best to improve Yeah, okay. typically we'll do um, like a one hour visit. Yeah. Um, we do a full intake, um, asking different questions about you know what their goals are, what their current eating habits are. Um, but we like to put it, you know, meet the patient where they're at, put it on them to say, well, what is your goal? We have, I, we have our ideas always on okay. what we think could be good goals, but we like to put on them so that it's more it's motivational and coming from them and some like a shared decision making process. Okay. How do you kind of know when you have to make a change? I mean, what, maybe everything's fine, you know, they don't have to do anything. How do you, how do you know when you're kind of going down the wrong path? Um, I, I think like, yeah. That's why it's like the first appointment's kind of like you're getting their buy-in. Kind of assessment, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, meeting with the dietitian, I always feel like it's pretty intimidating. No one really wants to address the elephant in the room. <laughs> so Celeste yeah. and I always like start the first, our first question is like, what brings you in today? Yes. Like, what do you want to talk right. about? Because they've come to you, they take yeah. the initiative, right? Yeah, because yeah. like, we can read their chart, we can like talk to their doctor, but. You know their blood pressure and the yeah, cholesterol level. Maybe there's and all just something yeah. like. I really want to play with my grandkids and I can't oh, walk up the stairs. Okay. And we're like, okay, we could just like take that and make all the goals kind of like around their big theme. So okay. We're right. just trying to make, give them enough so like they can do what they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have a goal in mind, obviously, then yeah. if they've come to you already and want to achieve that. They want to walk a mile a day. They want to yeah. be able to lift their grandchild up. Um, they want to be able to ride a bike again you know yeah i always try to praise them too saying like you know hardest thing is like coming here showing up to the appointment mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. not blowing us off so i always say like congratulations yeah you're here <laughs> do you do um how important is you know, we hear a lot about bmi you know body mass index uh, mm -hmm. do you do an assessment of that and how important is that yeah we do do that okay. um so yeah. we assess someone's height and weight so the bmi sort of looks at um yeah, how their height and weight matches up. Yeah. Um, but a lot of research has shown um, chronic diseases definitely increase with um, overweight and obese yeah. BMIs. Um, so there's so many benefits to um, maintaining healthy BMI. But also I think looking at other characteristics like um, someone's muscle mass, how their activity levels are, do they smoke, there's a, a mm. lot of other factors. Um, so I think BMI is a good baseline for assessment, but not yeah, it's not the whole yeah. picture, but okay. it's, it's a good screening tool, I think, yeah. Okay, all right, what other tools? Um, the, uh, you're going to tell me about uh, a play on words here, uh, the stall seat journal. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. kind of a parody of the Wall Street Journal, is this? Totally. <laughs> okay. I, um, I grew up reading the Wall Street Journal, and I think I'm funny, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the Salty Journal is basically... So um, Abigail, did you develop this yourself? I uh, can't take all the credit. Okay. Um, I started it with, when I used to work at University of Tennessee. Okay. So my old boss said, Abby, this is now your project. And I'm like, okay. Okay. So her name is Stephanie Horvath. Um, I have to give her full credit. Sure. But um, basically, um, I took it and kind of spun it into my whole thing. Yep. So the 
basically because it's New Year's, mm -hmm. it's January, we're going to start with the resolutions. Um, and these are just little mini ones that I hear in a majority of our conversations okay. with our patients. Yep. And then the last one, um, skip the juice cleanse, that's actually from some of our providers. They ask me all the time, can I just drink juice? And I'm like, no. Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, we just want to save their money and establish those nice healthy habits. And um, I just started it, but we're going to come out with it monthly. And it's something that you can oh. read while you go to the bathroom. And <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> Read at your leisure, and we're just trying to get buy-in with the patients. Sure. So uh, dry January, so weaning off of alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Weaning off of alcohol, okay. yeah. Uh, three meals a day. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like to, s they think skipping calories, they can just skip a meal. Then they're typically hungry at night, and yeah. they might like eat a little bit more than they should at dinner. Yeah. yeah. So isn't it true too that your body kind of switches into starvation mode if you start to deprive yourself? Yes. And it, totally. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. stores fat, right? It likes to store. Yeah. So um, I would say like your body's a fire. So if you keep feeding it, your um, metabolism's gonna go. So like eat often throughout the day, so it's okay. Okay. So a couple, three meals a day, a couple snacks will be. Not as hungry at the middle of the night. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's very cliche, but eating, a lot of research has shown eating breakfast every day um, helps to sort of regulate your appetite throughout the whole day um, to not overeat at night. So it really is one of the most important meals yeah. of the day. It really is, yeah. Huh? Yeah. 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 And it's not all carbohydrates either, right, for breakfast. Mm -hmm. um, some protein as well. Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. always want to have like a quarter of your plate protein, um, fruits and vegetables if you can, yeah. and then half your plate, some whole grains if you can. Matter of fact, you brought some show and tell uh, yeah. to, to help okay. folks portion out their meals, which is Great. While yes. you get while you get that, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, the stall seat journal. Sit less, move more. Yeah. It's basic, right? Yeah. So um, you don't have to join a gym. Um, uh, we do 15 minutes every night. My fiance and I we just do like push-ups and like I don't know squats. We pick three like body movement routines. So you can kind of do that. But if some people love walking, you can walk. Yeah. Um, a lot of our patients love dancing. Mm. I'm like, there's YouTube videos, so. You could do five minutes, you can do ten minutes, you don't have to start with like an hour. Okay. Yeah. All right, baby steps. Baby steps. Okay. Yeah. Every meal include color. Yes. Okay. Well, a lot of people want to lose weight, but a lot of people never eat a vegetable. <laughs> so, the two go hand in hand, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, start small. I like to say, like, the more colorful your meal is, like, typically the healthier it's going to be. Okay. So, um, just try to like for breakfast it's really easy to get fruit in um for lunch and dinner just like just try to like make a serving of vegetables yeah. and then kind of like maybe seniors are going to start liking it or like sneak them into their sauces so okay yeah all right good uh, okay, here we have uh, props. Yeah. <laughs> yes, some of our favorites. Um, I'm a big fan of preparing my meals in batch ahead for the week. Yes. Uh, to save time. So, like, I love having really good, like, Tupperware like this where everything's portioned yep, out. Up, just a little bit higher, right Celeste. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yep. Good. <laughs> uh, so, having good Tupperware is fun. Um, for cooking, you know, always making sure you have things like measuring cups. Um, this is a steamer that Abby really likes to use. Yeah, too. it's All like. Right. Yeah, it's really cheap. You can throw it in the microwave. For vegetables? Vegetables, you can steam anything, I feel like. Okay. Yeah, I basically just steam veggies in it. Yeah. yeah, is that the best way to prepare a vegetable or steam it? Um, any way you eat it is the best yeah, okay. way. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, a lot of people think like frozen vegetables are bad, but you can just get frozen vegetables, pop them in the microwave, and 
There you go. You're good to go? Good okay. Yeah, save Excellent. some time. Even things like having a water bottle. The ubiquitous yeah. water bottle, yeah, yes. Yeah, it keeps you more accountable to get your water intake. And, you know, there's so many various cooking books um, that you can buy on the shelves. Um, recipes online. You can find some good websites. Mm. There's a lot of good phone apps that we like, too, for, like, counting your steps. Yes. If you want to do more exercise, yeah. different... Um, recipes you can find that makes it more fun. Okay, All right. make it more fun. That's one of the key yeah. uh, factors to success, right? Is Absolutely. You have to like to do it. Yep, yeah. you want to stay motivated by making it fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For kids, I would think that would come naturally, you know, especially the uh, the electronic part of it. Oh, yes, yep. Yeah. Or even um, you tell, like, parents to bring their kids to the grocery store yeah. to, like, get them, like, bought in, I guess, invested in nutrition. On that topic, yeah. Abigail, with grocery store, those nutrition labels on some of the food products are really hard <laughs> to decipher. What, yeah. you know, what is it that we should be looking for when you're looking at those labels? Totally. Um, I always start with the amount per container because, like, if it's a small container but it's for four people, yeah. you might eat the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I always, like, look at um, the portion size or, yeah, the serving size. The serving size, yeah. right? Yeah. And then calories, I mean, it's a reference. Um, a, it's a thousand calories and there's four servings like definitely limit yourself or be more mindful um, and then I always recommend like if you're watching your sodium intake try to do like 600 milligrams or less mm. um, protein if you are getting this snack or getting this meal to kind of fill you up you want it more than 15 because protein digests a little bit slower in our body um, and then I would say fat too if you look at it and um, the saturated and the trans fat, that's the one we're kind of trying to be mindful of. Yes. Yeah. But the unsaturated fat, it's not listed on the label. But if it has, um, say, like eight grams of fat total and there's zero saturated and zero trans fat, you know that it's eight grams of good, healthy fat. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, and caloric intake for men versus women is different, right? Yeah. Um, you move your body more you can eat more yeah. um if you're more sedentary i say really start enjoying fruits and vegetables yeah and then yeah <laughs> so you really need a customized plan almost individually for yeah. everybody that comes to see you and the best mm -hmm. way to do that is to go to your websites uh, yeah. or give you a phone call even non-patients non-mana patients yep. right we yeah. accept all <laughs> sit down with you yeah thank you so yeah. much both of you really thank appreciate you. it totally. yeah. wish you both a very happy healthy New Year. Yeah. Thank you. Same Thank to you. you. Thank yeah. you very much. <laughs>